0: chapter eighty three of chicot the jester by alexander dumas this LibriVox recording is in the public domain recording by john van stan savannah georgia chapter eighty three in which chicot sleeps the movements of the young men had been remarked by the king and chicot the king walked up and down waiting impatiently for his friends to return but chicot followed them at a distance and saw enough to be satisfied of their intentions when he returned to the house, he found the king walking up and down, muttering, Ah, my dear friend, do you know what has become of them? cried Henry. Whom, your minions? Alas, yes, my poor friends. They must lie very low by this time. Have they been killed? cried Henry. Are they dead? Dead, I fear. And you laugh, wretch! oh my son dead drunk oh chicot how you terrified me but why do you calumniate these gentlemen on the contrary i praise them be serious i beg do you know that they went out with the young evans of course i know it what was the result what i tell you that they are dead drunk but bussy he is intoxicating them. He is a dangerous man. Chicot, for pity's sake. Yes, Bussy has given a dinner to your friends. How do you like that? Impossible. They are sworn enemies. Have you good legs? What do you mean? Will you go to the river? I would go to the end of the world to see such a thing. Well go only to the Hotel bussy will you accompany me thank you i have just come from there but oh no i who have seen do not need to be convinced go my son go you disquiet yourself about your friends you first pity them as if they were dead and when you hear they are not dead you are uneasy still you are intolerable monsieur chicot would you have preferred that they should have each had seven or eight wounds by a rapier i should like to be able to depend on my friends oh ventre de biche depend on me i am here my son only feed me i want pheasant and truffles henry and his only friend went to bed early the king still sighing the next day at the petite levée of the king Monsieurs squalis schomberg maugiron and d'epernon presented themselves Chicot still slept. The king jumped from his bed in a fury and, tearing off the perfumed mask from his face, cried, Go out from here! The young men looked at each other in wonder. But, sire, we wish to say to your majesty... That you are no longer drunk, I suppose. Chicot opened his eyes. Your majesty is in error, said Quellus, gravely. And yet i have not drunk the wine of anjou oh i understand said quelus smiling what if your majesty will remain alone with us we will tell you i hate drunkards and traitors sire cried three of the gentlemen patience gentlemen said quelus his majesty has slept badly and had unpleasant dreams a few words will set all right. Speak, then, but be brief. It is possible, sire, but difficult. Yes, one turns long round certain accusations. No, sire, we go straight to it, replied Quelus, looking again at Chicot and the usher, and as though to reiterate his request that they might be left alone. The king signed to the usher to leave the room, but Chicot said, Never mind me, I sleep like a top. And closing his eyes again, he began to snore with all his strength. End of chapter 83. Recording by John Van Stan, Savannah, Georgia.